This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Biodiesel supports more than $11 billion in economic activity and 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Leaders of the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee say producers impacted by recent hurricanes should receive disaster assistance through congressional appropriations. In a letter to full committee leaders, Congressman Robert Adderholt and Sanford Bishop say there is an urgent need for a supplemental disaster appropriations bill to deal with the aftermath of the storms. Over the weekend, President Donald Trump told AgriPulse the administration plans to assist impacted farmers. I, w- I went to meet with the farmers uh, about two weeks ago, and I saw things that were just, just right after the hurricane hit, and I saw things that were absolutely so sad. Farmers tell me their best crop, as an example, cotton. One of them said it was the best crop after 25 years, the best he's ever grown. And in four hours, it was totally gone. And we're going to help those people. We're going to help a lot of those people. Estimated damages from the two hurricanes earlier this year are about $26 billion. A major farm cooperative is ending financial support for a House Ag Committee member. In a statement, Land Lake says its political action committee will no longer support Iowa Republican Steve King. The company says they take their civic responsibility seriously and want their contributions to be a positive force for good that support candidates who share and uphold their company's values. On that basis, Land O'Lakes has pulled financial support from King. The PAC gave the eight-term incumbent $2,500 during the 2018 election cycle and another $1,000 in 2016 in addition to other previous contributions. According to the Center for Responsive Politics, King has received about $72,000 from agribusiness PACs during the current election cycle. King is facing a re-election bid that's proving to be more challenging than originally thought. A new poll has him up by only one point, and the Cook Political Report recently downgraded his race to Lean's Republican. For a complete look at the races to watch on election night, check out tomorrow's AgriPulse newsletter. The Environmental Protection Agency is moving ahead with regulations to clear up livestock emissions reporting requirements. EPA Acting Administrator Andrew Wheeler was in Kansas today to sign a proposed rule removing livestock from reporting requirements under federal emissions laws. Wheeler says the rule will also make sure emergency response officials will focus on hazardous waste emergencies and not routine animal waste. The move was cheered by animal ag groups like the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, the National Chicken Council, and the National Turkey Federation, but environmental groups are likely to oppose the proposed rule and its exemption for animal waste. The proposed rule is now subject to a 30-day comment period. The Food and Drug Administration is out with a new innovation plan on animal and plant biotechnology. The agency says the plan outlines the key priorities to support innovation in the space while advancing the FDA's public health mission. Up next, the agency will launch a pilot veterinary innovation program aimed at increasing regulatory predictability and enable early interactions with innovators. The FDA's Center for Veterinary Medicine is also planning a December webinar on genome editing. The FDA also plans to issue guidance documents for animal biotechnology in the coming year as well as coordinate with USDA and the EPA as the agency clarifies its oversight over gene-edited products. Environmental groups say the EPA needs to do more to address sensitive acres used to grow biofuel feedstocks. The groups have filed a petition meant to call on EPA to take action against the loss of wildlife habitat and native grasslands for cropland. They say more than 7 million acres of habitat have been lost since the passage of the law that created the RFS. 
The Renewable Fuels Association says there's no validity to the claims and points out farmers planted 5% fewer acres of corn this year than when the law was passed in 2007. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oil, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it supports more than $11 billion in economic activity. That's biodiesel. An American-made fuel transporting goods across the country, heating homes, and driving our economy forward. Biodiesel, the American innovation driving more than 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more information. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.